This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Everybody Lies, Massive Late Fees, House MD Show. We're we're covering House MD. And that's about it. Uh, I guess, I don't know, I could tell you, I guess I should tell you right up front, because you're supposed to do it up front. That's what I hear. You can write to us at MassiveLateFee at gmail.com. You can find us at Massive Late Fee on Twitter, Massive Late Fee Facebook. You know where to find us. And we do several different things. We do dumpster diving, which comes out every Friday. We do this show, which comes out Saturday. And we do the main show, Massive Late Fee, which comes out every Thursday, where we talk about streaming properties. But this is House, which is not, now is streaming uh, the, in reruns. Uh, but obviously originally appeared on Fox. I remember when I first started watching this. Oh, it's streaming on Amazon Prime, we should mention. Yeah, yeah, you can find it on Amazon Prime. And when I first started started watching this again, the show, I noticed uh, on YouTube TV, I think it's still also on YouTube TV, although it might be exclusively on Amazon Prime now, but it had NBC in the corner. And I watched the show when it was on Fox, when it was first airing, and I remember thinking... What? What? Like NBC doesn't own this? What are you talking? Like didn't air this? What are you talking about? And then I thought about it for a second. I was like, Oh, that's right. Fox sold like all their shit to Disney. I mean, not not everything, but they sold a bunch of stuff to Disney, uh, with the exception of the news channel and the the regular broadcast channel and some other properties that they kept for themselves. But they sold most of their their movies and everything. And I said, I bet when they did that. They sold some other stuff, too, and lo and behold, it is correct. They sold the rights to House to NBC Universal, so NBC Universal owns the rights to House now. That's funny. They just slapped their logo on it. That's kind of ridiculous. Yeah, I can see weird. removing the other logo, but, but uh, I don't know. Maybe, I guess it is theirs at this point. So Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Do you but, know, I wonder how much they sold it for. Did, did they say? Oh no, I'm not sure exactly how much it was, but it was a popular show. I got—I have to imagine it went for at least a decent. Yeah, amount. yeah, it's one of those shows that you could like. It's you know they're episodic. It's not really like there's a kind of a current running through all of them, but you know mm. it's got a nice monster. Like I don't think the X Files ever. The X Files probably could have done like that perfectly, where they had you know because the episode uh, they basically had like a uh, the the conspiracy episodes that were tied in the bigger UFO conspiracy mm. at the end. And uh, then they had like Monster of the Week episodes, but like House really successfully kind of puts the two together. Yeah, I mean, most mostly it's about like the the disease of the week or whatever. But I mean, there are you know there are developments in the character and that sort of thing. Uh, so this episode's called uh, "Damned If You Do," I believe. That's correct. Or, or it's called "Damned If You." It's either "Damned If You Do" or "Damned If You Don't." I don't remember which one it's called. I'm pretty sure it's "Damned If You Do." Okay, but it, it, I guess it could go either way. Either way would make sense. <clears throat> but yeah, so this episode—it's funny. This is the, I think this is the first episode, uh, unless you want to count the uh, paternity episode, because of like you know technically they did come into the clinic, but you know it's not not the same thing because they wrote him a letter uh, looking for his consultation. But this is like the first episode where a clinic case, something that starts out purely in the clinic, actually becomes the case of the week. Right, and that happens a couple times throughout the course of the series. 
Sure. Yeah. So we start off a uh, a group of nuns, and uh, I'm not super familiar with like the different orders of nuns and stuff, but mm-hmm. they seem to be the type that are isolated at a monastery for like you know with like no modern conveniences that sort of thing. And I guess they claim that they like basically pray all day. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Like I don't. Know, I, I know the woman's called. Uh, Augustine, but I don't know what kind of order if it's based off a real type of monk or something like that. So I'm trying monk, to not think, monk. I'm sorry, nun. Right. I'm trying to think of the the habit that they were wearing. So, by the way, I just have to say this. I can't say this enough. Sister Act Two: Back in the Habit is the best sequel title I've ever heard in my entire life. It really is great. It's perfect. I mean, it's not a good movie, but it's the best. Whoever, whoever, if there was an Emmy for movie titles, that should win it every year. You know what I realized too once when uh, when Sister we were Act two? <laughs> when we were doing Retro Late Fee <clears throat> because uh, at the end of Le- Retro Late Fee we do our blockbuster pick of the week and it was my blockbuster pick of the week one one week and I remember talking about how I didn't as I was. Talking about how it was coming to Blockbuster, I talked about how I, I didn't love it, and there were things about it I didn't like. And then I kind of went through the plot real quick, and I realized in the middle of doing that, that basically the plot of it is School of Rock. <laughs> and, yeah. and so I sort of, like, I said, you know, I think this movie would have been better better and funnier if you changed some things about it, and then I basically just changed it to be School of Rock. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, I, I kind of use that as a joke. But as I was going through it, I was like, fuck, that's just, that is just School of Rock. Yeah, it's weird when you see a movie, like, I mean, obviously Fast and the Furious is a complete ripoff of Point Break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just like, uh, I don't know, are they race car drivers or something in that? I don't know. Well, they're like, they're like drag racers or something. Yeah, they go to they go to race wars. There's a bunch of race wars. Oh, no. That's what they call their racing thing. Charlie was right. <laughs> Oh god! But yeah, so it's kind of weird when you notice that. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, so this nun lady shows up, and um, she's got like a like her hands are like peeling or something like that. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, she has she has a really bad like rash, and then like you said, there's uh, there's definitely some dermatitis going on on those hands. Yeah, that's what he diagnoses it as uh, dermatitis, and then Mm -hmm. he gives her um, I don't know. Some medicine, propagempico, provenol, uh, Virginia. Yeah, I, I can't remember. It's some sort of antihistamine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some kind of antihistamine. Um, and uh, and then she starts like having like an allergic reaction to it. Mm. So he uh, and I don't think this is actually the case. I, I certainly hope not. Um, but he has he just like has a drawer that's not locked or secured anyway. And there's just like dozens of like you know pre prepared uh, syringes full of uh, epinephrine. Yeah. Or is it or is it norepinephrine? I think it's just epinephrine. Yeah. So it's like an adrenaline type shot um, because like she's like uh, I don't know if they give people adrenaline shots if they start having a reaction like that. Well, epinephrine. But I guess if it's to an antihistamine. Yeah, epinephrine is basically it's basically just you know, what you would use to to counteract the effects of an allergic reaction. It doesn't necessarily, you know, it, it doesn't actively fight an allergic reaction, but a counter, like if someone's airways are closing up, you know, that's what sure. it's used for is to is to prevent that from happening, basically. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy because, like, uh, my wife actually had a, a, a reaction similar to that. Um, she took, like, a Cipro for something. Mm-hmm. 
Like they just prescribed that one for some reason. And then she started going into like a, you know, like she got hives immediately and she was having trouble breathing. So we rushed to like the urgent care. And then like they gave they gave her like Benadryl and that like that would so that fixed it. So I, that'd be so weird if like, you know, that actually made it worse. I don't know what you even do. Yeah, well there's like like they do, there's there's other things that you can do because eventually so yeah, that he gives her the the epinephrine and he says, This is one of my this is one of my favorite lines. It's a very, very simple line, but this is one of my favorite lines of this episode because it's sort of, it's so creepy the way, like, it's not what you want to hear in the doctor's office. So uh, she says, you know, am I supposed to feel this? Like, is my heart supposed to feel this funny after he gives it to her? And he goes, you know, it increases your heart rate, you know, like uh, it makes your heart beat fast. It's normal. And then he like listens to it with a stethoscope, and he goes, "Not this fast." <laughs> it's Where he's a good nurse. It's just so terrible. So yeah, she starts going into cardiac arrest, and uh, and they have to. Um, I can't remember what they do, but they do something to to fix that. Uh, I think I don't, I don't I, remember. I, I, I maybe they use paddles. I guess. Um, so they don't that, show actually. I think they cut to her being like you know. Yeah, hospital bed in the ICU or something. I assume she's not in the clinic anymore. That's one of the things that that this show gets wrong every once in a while is that in general, uh, when someone has a flat line on their their EEG, you don't shock them. Like you 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 use the paddles to get someone that's in an abnormal sinus rhythm back into a normal sinus rhythm. But if they have no sinus rhythm. Then paddles usually don't work. There are a few. There are a few kinds, a couple kinds, of of um, flat lines that you can use paddles for. But if, for the most part, you use drugs to counteract that. You use different sort of pressors and stuff like that to to counteract flat lines. Uh, and every, but but obviously the paddles are more dramatic, so that they use that more often than they probably should. But like you said, they cut, and maybe that's part of the reason they cut is because they were like, you know, it's not. Just having him inject her with it's something else. Yeah. yeah. So they cut and they, they put her on, they put her on, uh, it's not prednisone, but it's uh, steroids. They put her on steroids. I thought it was prednisone, maybe, actually. Yeah, maybe it was prednisone. But they put her on some That's kind what of I was steroids. trying to think of earlier. But yeah, they put because, her on, yeah, go ahead. Oh no, because uh, don't they think, at this point, they think it's allergies? So I don't remember what they thought it was. At this they, so... I'm trying to think because, well, some of them think it's an allergy because oh, they thought she had encephalitis. Isn't that what it was? Well, that comes a little bit later, but yeah, they, I'm trying to think what they, what they think initially, because the big argument is she had, she had the cardiac arrest and Cuddy says, because you gave her one gram of epinephrine, and he said, no, I gave her 0.1, which, like you said, it's so weird. Not locked at all. And, and then they're just, not like a different, they should it could at least be a different color, you know? Like, oh, the red ones are one, the yellow ones are point Yeah, one. they're just in there next to each other, and it's like, yeah, I get it. You should, you should stop, look at the label, make sure what it is before you inject it, but if you're in a super big hurry... It'd be nice, you know, when like when someone's having a cardiac arrest, it'd be nice if if they were a little bit better delineated than than that. But he's adamant that he did not make a mistake and she she says, you know, obviously you could have made a mistake. And it's another thing where it's like House doesn't want to admit that he could be wrong 
kind of thing. And them claiming, you know, oh, you're probably wrong, even though he's almost literally never wrong. Right. So, yeah, so they say that's the reason is because of that. And he thinks that there's an underlying condition that caused her to have a cardiac arrest. So it's more right. more than just an allergic reaction that there's something else there. So that that's what they start testing for. And, and Cuddy, uh, Cuddy actually brings it up. She says, well, you know, if you use the wrong uh, needle and gave her the wrong dosage and caused a cardiac arrest, I have to report it to the lawyers who we mm-hmm. saw in the previous episode. Yep. And the, the, and the lawyer guy, I hope he's the same one they keep using because he cracks me up. He's just like so like uh, he's almost like Tommy and uh, the Godfather where he just has like no like sense of humor whatsoever. He's mm-hmm. just very matter of Yeah. I do think we see him a time or two again, but I have to warn you that at some point he gets replaced by a different lawyer. That sucks. Who becomes somewhat prominent in some of the storylines. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I can see that. There's a lot of ethical dilemmas on the show. Like in last week, the uh, maternity episode where they Mm -hmm. had to decide which baby to kill. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Do we go with the normal heterosexual one or the the homosexual couples? I think they missed uh, something. They should have called that one House's Choice. Yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, so this lady is a nun, uh, you know, we learn about, like, I guess she's been, like, in the order for, like, basically her whole life, is what they say. Mm-hmm. But then the, they're kind of weird, like, some of the nuns are kind of, like, shit-talking her, like, this one lady's like, oh, she's always getting headaches and, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. To get out of, like, you know, chores. And the- yeah, she's really, she's really, they, they're very snipey with each other. Yeah, I actually like the way they portrayed them. You know, it wasn't like some like super devout. I mean, they were devout, but it wasn't like they actually really humanized like the nuns. Which mm-hmm. you know, obviously, there's like a, a a big atheist bit to the show with House being like probably one of the first like prominent like atheist like you know protagonists that I can think. Yeah, and what I like about that is they're not in your face with it. There are a couple episodes where you know he directly kind of addresses it. But for the most part, it's just something that informs his character. The fact that he's right. an atheist is just something that informs his character and not something that he's, like, shouting from the rooftops all the time. It's just, you know right. it's there, you know, kind of thing. And so, like, uh, and I don't, I don't know anything about the... I don't know if David Shore is also an atheist in this way, made House one or what, but, I mean, I, I feel that they treat the, uh, you know, the nun and their whole, you know, part of the episode. They're very humane. It's very well done, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, Agreed. They're very humane, you know. They, they're like humans. They're not like, you know, oh, we're perfect issues. Yeah. And, like, they're, they're funny. The, the Mother Superior, is that what it's called? Yeah. Like, the, the HBIC is what they call her, too. But um, <laughs> she's, like, real fun, you know. She's joking with them. Yeah. House and her, you know, get along. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's funny because, no, it is true, too. If you, if you got... I mean, no, no offense to women, but if you got a bunch of women together, <laughs> living together all the time, I mean, you know, there's going to be gossip going around about each other. I mean, let's be fair, men as well. I mean, yeah, I've that's worked, true. You know, with all men, and they've been just as gossipy as you know the reputation women get. But um, yeah, I think in general, I think science and logic, but not the modern social agenda, would would you know say that women are more socially aggressive than men are for sure. Yeah, and I think, you know, like you said, I like that uh, even the snipey uh, nun, when they were talking to her, you know, she was like, 
you know, yeah, if uh, if I break my leg, I think that, you know, I broke my leg for a reason. God wanted me to break my leg. But also that I, that you know, he wants me to, to put a cast on it, to go to a doctor, you know, to, to do this right. stuff. They're, they're, like you said, they're very... Very sensible, you know. They're not yeah. just like these, like, wacky, like, you know, oh, you know, let's not, you know, if you, uh, you know, I, I, we're not going to get into it because we're not a religious show, but, you know, mm-hmm. there's wacky like negative things you could certainly focus on other than like oh they're kind of bitchy to each other. yeah I, I do like the line too when when she says she believes in in things that aren't real and house says isn't that kind of a job job requirement right right yeah yeah like you said earlier it's not like in your face but he's like kind of like a snarky like ah well you know to be fair yeah exactly uh but so um so yeah, they 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 start treating her with the prednisone, and they give her. And then, then Val Kilmer bursts in and wheels in an off, going, "I got you, man." <laughs> Just kidding. No offense, Iceman. They uh, they give her in uh, an MRI, and she complains about the smell. Uh, one of the techs, a, a rare instance where there's actual uh, there's an actual tech there. A qualified person to do the test. Yeah, she says. Do you think that's? Yeah, go ahead. Do you think that's part of the trouble too? That these people who aren't like uh, you know ultrasound technicians or radiologists are doing all these tests and they don't really know how to do properly. Exactly. Because often in the same episode they'll do the same test later and it's completely different. Oh yeah, there's an episode later too where somebody needs to get their leg their leg X-rayed or whatever, and and Chase does it, and he says he goes, oh you know. Do you notice anything uh, anything wrong? This is uh, this is terrible. And he puts the house puts up the two X rays, and he goes, um, "She's got she's actually got two left feet. We're gonna have to swap everything, uh, you know, uh, back <laughs> or something like that." And he's like, and he looks at Chase. He's like, "Are you X rayed the wrong damn leg?" And it's like, "Yeah, that's gonna happen when you don't uh, when you send people that aren't qualified." Right. And even in this episode, at one point, House goes, "Maybe we should do that test again. You might have got it wrong." Mm-hmm. But so she complains about the smell in there, and I guess somebody threw up in there. But afterwards, when she's pulled out, she's still complaining about the smell, and then she claims to see Jesus. So she's having both uh, olfactory and and uh, visual hallucinations, meaning that or yeah, delusions, meaning that yeah. that she's um, that she's the she's got temporal lobe swelling and that's right. when they think it's encephalitis just so everyone knows i know mike knows but just so everyone knows out there the difference between uh, these this is some of the stuff that i love about uh reading about medicine and stuff like that is these little like tidbits or whatever but the difference between a hallucination and a delusion they say this in house later too um a hallucination is when you see something that you know is not real but you still see it a delusion is or or you can hear it or you can smell any of your senses uh and a delusion is when you think that it is real so if you see your dead mother and you know that she's dead that's a that's a hallucination not remembering she died is a delusion so right. that that's the difference between uh between those two things but yeah so she's having uh delusions and you know that's what they, it, it, they diagnose. Kind of get a little piece of her character here too because she's very like kind of a phrase like oh i see jesus and like she seems like she's not quite you know certain that she's done the right thing she's like Mm -hmm. oh forgive me or something like that yeah i guess we should mention too that at the very beginning the house mentions to the team that the patient is a nun and chase says i hate nuns 
Yeah, which is like the first personality chase. He hates non. Yep, that's the first thing that we get. So, you know, obviously that's that's a big red flag um, for House. House knows that there's there's something there because it's a weird thing for somebody to say. Right. Um, but yeah, so, um, and then um, we, we get a, a lot of good foreman bucking up against House in this one. Yep, absolutely. Because... Because as usual, Chase and um, Cameron's Chase Cameron right. are uh, you know they're like oh House is wrong. I can't remember what it was. like they they're just convinced oh House could never abuse the wrong needle it's impossible yeah Cam- Cameron getting, especially yeah yeah and then House is kind of getting some pressure here so he actually goes into Cuddy's office and he look he's like he and Wilson talk about it. he's like well I have to prove that you know this amount of you know epinephrine was used and you know so he kind of documents it. he's like well we have to make sure the charts are right and then wilson points out like well some of these are your charts so you know you just made shit up in these because mm-hmm. that's all he does he just made- yeah he's very lazy about charting right but yeah foreman uh does, I, I can't remember what the conflict they have but he house basically goes well like well we're doing this even though you think it's wrong so what are you gonna do about it and then uh we see foreman going to cut yeah yeah he wants to he wants to put her in a hyperbaric chamber uh be to treat, to treat basically autoimmune disease, uh, because and because they can't use the normal protocols, which would be prednisone, which gave her uh, encephalitis, or or antihistamines or anything like that, which she obviously yeah. she had an allergic reaction to. So they have to use this. Right at this point, they just point out that her immune system is just like wiped out. Like mm. they don't know what it is. Like uh, some like a uh, Cuddy says, oh, it's a prednisone, but then uh, Cam- or Cameron yeah. she says. Um, Oh, no, two doses of prednisone wouldn't destroy your immune system like this, which I'm I agree sure is with. True. Yeah, I agree with her. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's possible uh, if you used high enough doses, but I don't know. I mean, prednisone is not the str- like prednisone's a good a good steroid for autoimmune diseases, but it's not even like the strongest steroid they use. So that's. I don't know. And actually, with what you told me about uh, Cameron, how she's an immunologist, that actually mm-hmm. makes sense because she's obviously the most qualified person to tell whether it would do that or not. Yeah, exactly. So I like that it makes sense before we even discover that that's her specialty. Yep. Another thing in this episode that I like to point out is um, we don't quite get the phrase that we named this podcast after. But uh, House does like have a, like a little soliloquy, very brief, where he's like, he's like, well, everybody, you know, he doesn't exactly say everybody lies, but he goes, you know, he says something almost not quite it, but he's he's very close to it. He yeah. basically has a theory that people just everyone just makes shit up. I mean, that's I mean, that's the premise of the show, and it's really at the core of the show. I mean, mm-hmm. he's basically saying I'm using Occam's razor, you know, I'm using logic. Everyone, you know, people lie to themselves to each other. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the bright blade of truth that cuts through all these lies. Exactly. Yeah, he doesn't trust anyone or anything other than what he can discover through evidence and logic. Exactly. And that's a, a great part about the show. It's fun. I mean, mm-hmm. I like it. I'm a, I'm a you know, uh, rational type person, you know, atheist, that sort of thing. I, mm-hmm. I love that the character, you know, is really, you know, adheres to the core of his beliefs that, you know, there's a truth and I'll find the truth. And, you know, I'm not going to, you know, believe the truth someone else has sought out. I mean, obviously, to a degree, he's a, you know, doctor. He didn't discover all of his medical knowledge on his own, I would hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Once he, you know, once he's, you know, these have been tested, you know, reliable, proven methods. But I mean, so he knows that he just has to deal with the bullshit of the world. He just has to discard to find what's actually wrong. Yeah, and I like that. I like that he's the only one like that. 
first of all, in the show. And I like that he's surrounded by people that are part of the minutiae and the just the bullshit of life that that all the kind of drama stuff and like relationship stuff and everything throughout the whole course of the series, most all that comes from them. And he's like this calm in this storm. I like the juxtaposition of the two of the two things. I work I think it works really well in this show for the most part, when the show's yeah. going well. Yeah, and even though uh, you know he's an asshole, we basically, as far as I can tell, House does not lie. Unlike everybody else in the show, we always know. You know, that's why people like him. He's like this complete asshole, piece of shit, reckless, you know, genius. But I mean, he doesn't bullshit you. He's not going to lie to anybody. He's mm-hmm. not even even when he goes into the nuns at the beginning of the episode, he's still popping, you know, oxycotton or whatever. To, you said it's Vicodin, right? Vicodin, yeah. He's just like popping him a candy for the nuns. He does not care. He's always himself. He's mm-hmm. always true to himself. Yeah, so he uh, he goes to that to like you said he goes to the uh, the HBIC and, uh, and oh actually I forgot, I forgot to mention uh-huh. uh, kind of important this is a Christmas episode yeah that's true it's the first Christmas episode and there's a funny joke where they have candy canes and how's like oh what? canes what's that supposed to mean right and there's like a very awkward silence yeah because that's like houses the first joke he really. And Cameron brings them in, so she's all like frozen with fear because she's the one that would most care what he thinks. Right. And you know he's like, "Relax, it's I'm just joking." Um, but yeah, so House goes to the the Mother Superior and is talking about her, and she's like, "To your point, she says, why don't why didn't you uh, talk to her?" And he goes, uh, "In my experience, if you want to know something about somebody." Talking to that someone is the, the the least successful way to do it, right? Um, and so he he kind of you know intimates about like things she might be lying about and everything, and she goes, "Oh, you've been talking to uh, I can't sister, I can't remember her name, but um, and he says, yeah. So she uh, she gives him some tea. They're talking, and he says, "Do all of you lie?" And he says, "I know she has. She wasn't here." Sit, you know, her whole life, and he said right, she kind of leaks out her, her like her history and the other mm-hmm. nuns do, and it doesn't really make perfect sense at all. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like they're basically telling different versions of a lie. Like it's slightly, yeah, exactly. Because her parents, so her parents died when she was six, and then she was raised by the orphanage, and according to them, she's been there her whole life. But when House uh had to, you know, open her blouse and everything. He noticed that she had a tattoo on her shoulder and And also very nice breasts, he says. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, he knows that she hasn't been in there the whole time. So she says that the you know, mother superior says that when she was I think fifteen or twelve no twelve. Yeah. When she was twelve she left or she ran away. And then she I came think she back. was like an abusive household, is what they said. Yeah, and then she came back when she was fifteen, and was in the church ever since. So for three years, she, you know, in her formative years, she was out on the street. And uh, House takes and, a sip and, of and the, the tea. And the HBIC says she even had an abortion, like shortly before she came back into the fold. Exactly, that was one of the what? the motivations I think for her coming back. Yeah, what you give is a, a nice humanizing touch, you know. I mean obviously Catholics are, you know, very strongly against abortion for the right. most part, not every single one, but you know, the nuns, the nuns who are so, you know, nunny that they go to the super mm-hmm. nun fortress where they can't even like have T V. Exactly. Even they will accept even they accept Yep. 
Yeah, absolutely. But so he drinks the tea and he's like, oh, this is really good tea. And he's, he has this like knowing smile on his face because he knows something's up with it. And I can't remember what was in the tea, some sort of root. But yeah, there, there are, that actually is kind of, a, there are some teas that like, you know, especially herbal teas that if you don't check them out properly, there are stuff that, especially if you have like a pre-existing condition, it can really mess you up. Yeah. So the the reason that she had the cardiac arrest, and she, you know, they they point out, or they don't point out, but throughout the episode, you can see that she's drinking this tea, and she even drinks the tea with the antihistamine to wash yeah, the antihistamine down. I think after the last episode, especially, they're tr- they're, they're certainly tricking us on this because the whole time I'm like, oh, the tea, you know, is very prominently, but pretty subtle, like the the teddy mm-hmm. bears from last episode. But yeah. It's a little more over. It's like, oh, it's the tea for sure. And even House thinks it's. Yeah, and he says basically, you know, this root in the tea, if you combine it with even a, even point one of epinephrine, then you know she then it causes cardiac arrest. So if you take cardiac arrest off the table, then all that's left is an allergic reaction from something. We don't know what, but she's having an allergic reaction from something. And oh, we forgot to point out that Cuddy pulls him off the case, saying the very dramatic line, "I'm going to do." The, the biggest favor one doctor can do for another, I'm going to prevent you from killing your patient. And when he finds out about this tea, because obviously House can't let it go, so he continues to investigate even even after he's been pulled off the case. He, he you know, says the same words back to her. You know, he hoists her by her own petard. All right. Uh, so... You know, he say he explains all that that it's an allergic reaction, but her immune system is severely compromised, and they don't know what's causing the allergic reaction. So they put her in a clean room uh, where Chase is talking to her, and we get a little more character development from Chase. Uh, basically, Chase is saying to her that you know you you're being tested right now by God. Basically, he had he Wait, then- yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say he said that he see, admits that he went to seminary school in the past, uh, but decided to leave seminary, and, that, and that's when he went into to medicine. Yeah, and then he, that's when he tells her, he goes, yeah, my favorite verse is about, you know, God testing you to see, you know, whether or not you really believe or something like that. Yeah, exactly. Which, like you said, makes her, like, the next thing we see is she's trying to, like, get a medical relief. She's trying to leave without, you know, the, against medical advice, essentially. Yeah. Because she just wants to go back to you know the uh, the monastery and uh, she's just like she basically says if God wants me to die then it doesn't matter where I am and if he's if I'm gonna live then I'll live you know no matter where I am basically is what her right. attitude is because and as Chase says I think I'm the one that convinced her to to leave because she wants to prove that you know she has faith in God and God's plan. You know, she asks Chase why he left the the order, and he says, you know, that test, you passed it, and I failed. Basically right. saying, you know, I don't have faith. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, unlike House, uh, his whole team seems to have some sort of religious belief. I know Foreman, like, you know, says he hmm? he, he thinks, like, whatever House says is ridiculous or something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's another way that he's similar to House, but different from House. Because he 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 does he he never comes out and says, you know, like professes any sort of like deep religious beliefs throughout the entire series. But you know, it there's there's hintings there that you know through his, the way he was raised and everything that he 
he has some sort of religious uh, beliefs. Uh, Chase definitely does. Cameron says she's an atheist in this episode, like somewhat casually. And then Foreman says you're not even a little bit agnostic. Uh, but then there are other episodes where she she kind of changes her mind about that. So she's she's a little she's a little more fluid in her belief system, I guess. Well, yeah, than more like else. agnostic, maybe. I'm, I'm not sure. But so. She, you know, Chase is in there with her, and she starts to have an allergic reaction again in the clean room. And Cam, he's like, "Hey, get in here. Let's let's go." And this is the one part where Chase is actually like the competent one. They're they're starting to to you know scrub up and everything, which I mean they should. But Chase says, uh, "You know, she's having an allergic reaction. Just get in here and screw the protocols." And Foreman's like, "She's in a clean room," <laughs> and Chase goes. Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> Just get in here. Right. <laughs> uh, so they get in there and, you know, House now realizes that they've looked everywhere for any kind of allergen. The one place they haven't looked is inside of her. It has yeah, to be this, something inside her. This was definitely a, uh, like, you know, there's a moment in every show, like the last one was when, um, let's see, last one was with the uh, virus or whatever, and he saw the lady mm-hmm. sneezing. Yeah, like there was there, there, like someone said like something about in, God inside you, and like right when they said, I'm like, oh shit, that's the moment because it was always an aha, you know, yep. cathartic. What's like a release kind of episode? You exactly. know, at the very end of the episode, where you're like, okay, you you know, you know they haven't found what it is. The whole house is like, wait a second, backgammon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, they uh, they they kind of find out somehow that she was on like a birth control at one point so they uh, do another test which how their other test didn't catch us i don't know but i think we discussed it earlier that they're all incompetent at taking these tests mm-hmm. yeah they do a full or, body scan basically yeah which i, I mean they were i guess they just did the head and the mri i i, I don't know i guess i'm not sure although it's funny because if it was if they did an mri is uh is oh, i'm not sure copper's a ferrous metal isn't it it's mag or no i guess yeah. it's, is it is it, it magnetic it yeah. connects electricity. It's it's super. I mean, you could put a penny on a magnet. Yeah. So being that close, I mean, I know that yeah, part it of her, rip it out of her body. It it should have produced some sort of pain. It should have moved it at least a little bit. That's not a small amount of copper. No. What I thought was funny about that was the house like instantly recognizes it as a very particular type of birth control that was used in the eighties. Yeah, the copper he's cross. Like, he's like, oh, that was. He's like, oh, the copper cross. Yeah. And that's also kind of funny. I mean, did she pick that one because she was Catholic? I don't right. know. Right. I knew many, a, I, I laid many a lady that were on the Copper Cross. <laughs> right. But anyway, so, yeah, they, they've, she's got this in there, and she has uh, an allergy to copper, which... Yeah, because I'll, I'll switch this very early in the episode that you can slowly develop an allergy, which is, mm-hmm. they think it's dish soap when she first has her uh, dermatitis or whatever. Yeah. And what it was is, is they got new copper pots, and that combined with the copper already inside of her body, I guess just pushed her over the edge to having a uh, an allergic reaction to it. So that's the yeah, actually, diagnosis. They actually did, they did that pretty perfectly, too, because the one nun who was uh, sniping about her said, like, oh, she always says she's not feeling well, which were basically all the symptoms of the allergic reaction mm-hmm. that like she kind of seems like she always had, but the one nun just thought she was faking. Yeah, and just slow, like slowly over the time it developed. It, yeah, so it does, and it does work out uh, that way. So they, they remove the copper cross, and you know everything is uh, is kind of put back to normal, and and then uh, Wilson. That we get the first hints of some personality from Wilson too, because 
they, uh, you know, Wilson and House are talking, and Wilson says, hey, do you want to come over for Christmas dinner? House says you're Jewish. And he says, Hanukkah dinner, then who gives a fuck? You know, you can, right. you can tell Wilson, Wilson is Jewish, quote-unquote, more, more by, I guess, heritage than anything else, because he certainly yeah, he, does not practice. And he mentioned that in the last episode, too. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, juicy him. He's like, how'd you not you know, go to medical school, he says, a foreman without learning anything about you know, Judaism? Right. So he says, well, maybe I can come over. And House says, your wife won't mind. And then he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And so it's... Yeah, at first he says, oh, I'm a doctor. She's used to me not being there on Christmas. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, so there's there's some trouble going on uh, in the uh, in the Wilson household, uh, which is a kind of reoccurrent theme. So that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting to explore. But we get the first kind of, you know, Wilson's not good with relationships. I mean, good with friendships, but not really good with relationships. Yeah, I like how they give, like, little sprinklings of personality. Like, they don't, like, give a full-blown, like, Chase episode or mm-hmm. a Wilson, like, oh, my wife. I mean, maybe they do it later, but they just, like, kind of, like, slowly tell you more about the characters. It's, like, a nice procedural that they kind of, like, develop the characters as they go along. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess they do that in, like, other shows, but it's, like, it's very, like, well done in this show, I think. Yeah, they, there, are, there are episodes that focus more on one character than another, I suppose. But I, if unless I'm mistaken... I'm sure I am. I'm sure there's probably one or two, but I don't. I don't remember any episodes that are specifically just this is about whomever, and, and like most all the the elements are focused around around that character. I don't really think they do that. I think it's more just sprinkled in here and there with House and everyone else. Uh, really, I mean, we probably learn more about House than any of the other characters, but we get to know the other characters pretty well too. So. But yeah, another another good episode. I think uh, you know season one continues to to be good. Uh, I can see why this this show had a lot of early fans, you know, and, and was able to to get to a second season. Yeah, for sure, it's it's good. And uh, I saw as long as I watched it, it was good. But it went on a lot longer after I stopped watching it. Yeah, well, it will get bad. Don't, don't worry. A few <laughs> down the line, uh, it'll it'll be a while down the line, but but a while down the line, we'll 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 have a lot of fun making fun of it. All, some episodes will almost be another dumpster diving, I think. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's uh, you know it stays good for a while for sure. Uh, but that's our episode for the week. Uh, do all the things I said at the beginning. Uh, subscribe on, on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. And tell friends about the show, anyone that you know that likes House. Uh, and if you want to hear anything in in particular about House, if you want us to uh, to go over the likelihood of a diagnosis or something like that, we are not medically trained professionals, but, you know, I have Google, so... If you want to do that, I... Yeah. If do you have any medical episode. questions, we could probably look them up for you. Yeah. I'll go to WebMD, just like all of you could, and regurgitate whatever WebMD says, and then maybe call an actual doctor. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but anyway, so we will uh, see you next week. Bye. See you next time.